You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome back to the Food Code. I am really excited because we have a special guest with us today, Miss Sarah. Hey. Um, and we know Sarah through the Nutritional Coaching Institute, um, met in person a couple of times, and most recently in San Diego. And I wanted to bring her on today because not only is she a great nutrition coach, but she also is a homeschooling mama and a working mama. And so I think she can share a lot of her tips with you if you're someone who is navigating this new work from home situation while being quarantined and e-learning with your kids. So Sarah, if you want to give us a little bit of background about you and how life has been unfolding the last month or so. Oh man, life has been unfolding very differently than I, what I was imagining. You know, I was, I have two, so I have three kids. My, my boys are 10 and seven and my daughter's almost three. And they were in sports. Uh, we do homeschool and we do a special kind of homeschool. It's called university model. And so my kids are in school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we homeschool Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I got like to work. Like I, I got to put the hat on just about like just a, just that not just a, but you know, just going to work. I went to the office and it was awesome. And now everybody's home. So my two-year-old who would go to Mother's Day out is home. And so we have this whole new dynamic and I'm a little bit nervous about it because of a two-year-old, but like I'm, I'm used to the whole, like being at home, my kids seeing me work because there's a lot of mom guilt that was at the front end of me working from home with kids at home because you know, usually when you're a mom and you're at home and you're a working mom away from home, when you're at home, your kids know that you're investing in them. And so like having that conversation or them seeing you um, not engaging in them and focusing on something else is really, it was a, it was a hard thing to swallow. Um, so that was, that was the first mental battle. And so, oh, so by the way, my, I've been homeschooling for five years. Um, and so I have two in the homeschooling model. So that's, that's where my life is right now. So tell me about the university model, because I've actually never heard of this. So the schools work with you then? Yeah. So what? it's pretty great because I, I wanted to homeschool, but I didn't want to pick curriculum. I didn't want to do whatever. So I'm the co-teacher. And so my kids, when they come back from school on Tuesdays, they have their assignment sheets that are due, like assignments that are due Wednesday and assignments that are due the following th uh, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And so it's great. Like it's, it's very, it's... I just, I just pick up whatever the teachers say to do and work with my kids. And so that part is really, that's the easy part of homeschooling to me. I didn't yeah. have to pick curriculum. Totally. That's awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. I wish I had that because I was homeschooled all the way through um, high school, but my mom was really intentional. One, she kept a strict schedule, which I think is super important. Two, I started working when I was 14. So mm -hmm. I had social interaction. I was in dance. I was in sports and stuff like that. Um, when I was younger, we had like PE at the YMCA or whatever. Um, and so she was intentional about the social aspect of it, which is a concern of mine. Because yeah. um, I honestly would love to 
do something similar to what you're doing. I want to homeschool, but on the flip side of that is like, I also want to stay running my business and be me and, you know, have a little bit of that space while they have socialization. So I love that model that you have. Um, yeah. Curriculum is super important too, because I know so many people who are really, really creative and that's fantastic, but my mom wasn't that way. And so we had very structured stuff and I would actually have to submit things to the school, like any papers or things that I did, they would grade them, which I thought was cool because it's not like your parents can just pass you, you know, and right. I think some people think that's what homeschooling is, but yeah. ours was very structured too. Yeah. And the, the, the school, they get a actual high school degree. It's not a homeschooling yeah. degree. It's like, so it's pretty legit and, and how it's structured. It's to, like, I, you know, I'm the co-teacher, I'm the person that's next to them. And by the time they're in high school, like they're getting stuff done on their own. And that's where like, in college, I, I failed because I, I, everything was easy in high school. And then I, I was like, wait, I have to study. Like, what is this whole learning thing that you're talking about? You know? So, um, well, one that's of the one thing I really love. she did, um, later in high school. So when your kids get a little bit older and this might be something that's option for you, I have no idea. I was able to go to the community, community college and like test into certain classes. So when I finished high school, one of my downfalls was English so mm -hmm. when I was a sophomore, she took me to the community college. I tested out of one class into a different class that was like a prerequisite for college English. But then when I finished and graduated high school, I had all of my English out of the way for college, which I believe definitely helped me through college with, you know, grades and stuff like that, because I already had some of those gen ed courses done. So yeah. it's kind of like a really sweet spot and it teaches, cool. um, teaches people to be responsible, especially if they're going to get a job or have to do things on their own and still submit it back to the school. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been pretty good. And so like with that being said, it's given us a lot of opportunity and that's what I get really excited for moms who don't know that they have these great opportunities to bond with their kids like they've never done before. And I know that often because when I, people tell me like, or people are like, you homeschool, I could never do that. And I'm like, they're your kids. You could absolutely homeschool. Like it might not be like your ideal thing, but you, t you are your number, like your kid's first teacher to begin with. And so I just want to reiterate to whoever's listening that like, you can do this. Yeah. You might not know, you know, common core math or whatever people are complaining about, but like helping your kid get through something that's hard is something that you are masterful at. And so I just want to empower moms and, and dads to believe that that's true because it absolutely is. So how do you make it, you know, structured, but still realistic? Cause I know we talked a little bit before offline, how not every day is going to be <laughs> exactly yeah. like school might be um, yeah. for those that are, are getting very frustrated or nervous or anxious about like, I'm going to fail my kid. Um, what do you do? You know, how do you, how do you pivot during the day? How do you maneuver around, you know, days that maybe aren't going as you planned? So I keep a really open communication with both my kids of like, Hey, this is what I, this is what's expected, you know, and I, and my kids are in first grade and fourth grade. So it has to be tailored to how much attention your kids can give at a single moment. But like, I know if I'm going over on a certain, like, where they where they're checked out, like, and so I just, you know, kind of keep that. It can't be a distracted. Um, it has to be super intentional moment. Um, and so it, it, the, the schedule's loose, you know, basically we start at eight and we finish around 11 ish and like they take breaks in between whenever, whenever I need a breather, whenever they need a breather. Um, it just has to stay super fluid. And then you know how your kids like 
get strokes. Like if, if positive reinforcement, you know, just encouraging them, helping them explain things and then just letting them know that like, Hey, we're in this together. Like, I don't really know what you're studying. Let me, you know, let me research it a little bit more. We'll get this, you know, get through this together. Um, and again, like some days are really good and nobody cries and other days we all cry. And so it's just knowing that it's hard, um, and that you need the, the biggest thing with, with structure is, is well, not with structure, but just in general is like, you, you need a community of, so, of women, of moms, of dads, um, who are going through this with you and everybody is. So it's like, yay, everyone's, but, but be open and honest. And when you're looking on Facebook and you see everybody's kids sitting neatly around the table, they're only, that's, those are snapshots. Like, you know, like nobody's perfect with this. And I used to think that there were moms that were perfect and they had these beautiful schedules. And then they told me conversations that they have with their kids. And I'm like, those are conversations I have with my kids. Like I'm not sucking at this. So it's, yeah, I thought even, I know there was a lot of rabbit holes I went down, but um, no, that's, that's definitely helpful. So you only go from eight to 11. Um, well, it's a, no, with my four, with my fourth grader, but my, my first grader is usually done by 11. He's usually done by lunch. Um, and we have hard days. Our Wednesdays are our hard days. Um, and so my son will go from eight to 11 ish. And then we pick back up for maybe an hour. Then I then have to go get my daughter from school and we maybe go to, there's just a lot of, the, I go yeah. work out and then we yeah. come back and have another few hours. But, um, my fourth grader can handle hours at a time. Um, my, my first grader cannot. So yeah, it's just, yeah. it's feeling out and some, and I've known that some kids like can go and read a book and they can do all these questions and they have strong suits. And so it's just kind of figuring out where you're going to need to really fill in the gaps for your kids and where they are self, you know, like where they can do it, like let them do it. Don't be hovering um, where they can't, you know, just know that you have to spend more time and be intentional about that. Yeah. One of the things that we found was that, you know, in schools, they have a lot of passing time, right? So periods where they're changing rooms or things like that. And so, yeah, they might be at school from seven to two 30 or three, but the reality is if you're homeschooling and you're going through this curriculum, it's not going to take you that long, right? Cause you don't yeah. have to plan for changing of the guards with teachers or changing rooms or PE hour and then lunch hour, all of those things. And so, you know, share a little bit about like, what does that eight to 11 time typically look like for you? And how do you maybe prepare yourself in the morning with either with a morning routine or conversations in the beginning to set expectations with them? Like, how do you set that eight to 11 time up? So, so my kids know, like, so to, to like bigger view is we work pretty much every day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit on Monday, just little pockets of time, because that's something that works well in our schedule. But Wednesdays are the big days. So Wednesdays, they know are big homeschool days. That's a conversation that we've had. Um, but in general, I wake up two hours before my kids get up because I need to make sure that I get stuff that I really care about. And I love my kids. I care about my kids, but the stuff that really matters to me, like my morning routine, my morning walks, like eating, and drinking coffee without anybody up, like all those things that sets the tone up for my day, that has to get done. Mm -hmm. And so um, at eight o'clock, they know, you know, it's time to start working. Like, you know, with my daughter and with my daughter in the mix, we'll have to figure that out because I have to bounce between with two kids. Like I'll set one up with a subject that he can work through without my help. And I'll sit with another that has to, I have to read to my fourth grader. And so like, it's like, it's having this like, kind of this maneuver game of figuring out what, what works. And, um, it wasn't something that I instantly knew. It was something that I had to work to figure out. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of working with one that could that needed your help more and then the one that could work on their own for a minute you could leave them be and just yeah that's a great tip for i think yeah. a lot mm -hmm. of moms that have more than a, one kid doing e-learning yeah um, you know being able to you know maybe maybe even they aren't teaching them both at the same time maybe moms have one kid that's watching a show and the other one's e-learning so that you yeah touch it. so i saw yeah. uh, one of those schedules that was posted and it said like on the left side what you think your day is going to look like and on the right side is like I don't know, like maybe from nine to 11 in the morning was frozen too. And then from oh, one yeah. to three in the afternoon was frozen too. And then at five <laughs> o'clock again, it's frozen too, you know, just to oh, keep yes. them occupied and, you know, so that you can have some sanity and stuff. So from a oh, mental yeah. side, I love that you talk about your morning routine and making that time for you, prioritizing your mental and emotional health by getting up early. A lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, don't necessarily love to hear that, but I'm a firm believer. I do the same thing because I need that hour just to get my coffee first, um, mm -hmm. but collect myself and kind of set up the day mentally and emotionally before Marcus wakes up. And then it's all downhill from there, you know, it's yeah. like entertaining and wiping up messes and whatever. So from, you know, a tip standpoint, you shared something on your Instagram the other day. You want to just kind of give a brief highlight of those. And then obviously I'll link it in our show notes for people to go to as well. That would be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And just to, to piggyback off morning routine, you have to have a good evening routine. Like you can't expect to wake up super early if you're going to bed super late. So like, don't binge on Netflix. Don't, don't do all these things like go to bed, take your sleep seriously. Um, because you need to be on point and then you can test yourself. You can wake up one day with no time when your kids wake up and see how that day goes, or you could wake up an hour early or even 15 minutes early and um, figure out, figure out those things. Cause you'll see that you'll see that. Um, okay. Quinny. You'll see that the morning routine really helps. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, there was one other thing. Oh, Quinny, come say hi. If you're going to be loud. Um, before my kids wake up during my morning routine on days that we are working at home, I look through all of their work before they even get out. So it's not like I'm discovering new things along the way. I used to not do that and we would miss a bunch of stuff and I would get frustrated. So it's part of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So some of the tips. So again, you can find this on, on uh, my Instagram report, but Instagram report, Instagram post. So morning routine is what we discussed time blocking, which I'm sure y'all talk with y'all's um, clients all the time about having a space for everything. That's a sanity saver, communicating, telling the kids, telling your spouse what's going on. Um, when kids are at home all the time, your house is going to be super dirty. You want to say hi? Um, super dirty. So just if, if your kids are able to help clean, then have them clean. Um, oh, here, here, you can hear him right here. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Okay. Go get some, go get some more Cheez-Its. They're on the counter. Um, and then breathing, like, honestly, like if you need a breather and you need to step away, like that's fine. Um, then, uh, taking care of yourself, which I know y'all, y'all are firm believers in that. And then, <laughs> and then just remembering that this is really hard. This is a hard thing, but you can do hard things. Your kids can do hard things. And this is just an amazing opportunity to grow together, which that's what I get super excited. It's like, do people know how wonderful this is? Because it's hard, but like, you know, struggle brings growth and um, it's going to be great. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a really good point. I, I try to think about that all the time with, uh, I have a 19 month old um, mm -hmm. and he's in the stage of like, he can't communicate really yet yeah. about like his frustrations. 
Um, and I think mm-hmm. I, you know, I get frustrated then and I sometimes like give him things that he wants all the time or like I'm babying him. And then I start to think you can like, you can do this. I think I underestimate his capabilities. I underestimate like what he, you know, he comes home from daycare all the time. And I'm like, I don't even know how much he knows. Like we read through a book the other night and he's pointing at everything. I'm like, where's the balloon? And he points at it. Where's the tree? And he puts that. Yeah. Like, how do you know all these things? Like, I didn't know you that daycare does amazing with him. Um, yeah. But I think that we underestimate our kids a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely underestimate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we also underestimate like what our kids are truly capable of. Um, and I think that mamas out there challenge your kids during this time. I mean, yes, love on them. Maybe have some extra cuddle time. It's totally okay that like not every day from eight to four is school. Yeah, um, it, and it shouldn't teachers. be. It shouldn't no. be. <laughs> yeah. So we are not teachers. Do not expect yourself to be a teacher. Um, and, you know, just embrace this time and maybe try and challenge your kids a little bit because you might be surprised. Yeah, one of the biggest things my mom did, she always took time to teach something new every week. It was either how to, you know, plant a flower or how to make eggs, how to make pancakes, you know, cooking in the kitchen or setting the table. And what does that look like? You know, (laughs) etiquette, how to put your napkin on your lap when you eat or your arm down, things like that. And I, I don't know if it's just me and my observations of where we are in the Chicagoland area. I don't feel like a lot of kids have those manners. Um, and so taking the time now to even utilize. <laughs> sorry, she went potty training and she just pooped in her pull-up. Um, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Go get a new one. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh my gosh, mama's That's, out there. Hashtag, hashtag mom life. Mom, mom life. life. Yes. yes. My yes. child's um, in the phase right now where he poops and then stares at me and then runs away from me. Yes. And I'm like, and kicks and screams as I'm trying to change him and wipe him. And I'm oh, just like, fine. he grabs onto door frames as I'm trying to walk into the bedroom to change him. It's like at all costs trying to get away from him. I'm like, I, why do you want poop in your diaper right now? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll go. I'll help you. I'll help you. <laughs> all right. We will let you um, go help her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much though. Really. I think yes. this will help so many mamas out there and just hearing somebody who is experienced and does this normally saying that we can do this. Yeah. We're not going to be perfect. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Don't it. try to be perfect. Don't, don't try to be perfect. And another thing I want to say is it's like going back to the communication. It's a really good opportunity to let your kids know, like when you blow up, not if, when you blow up, mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm human. Like, this is hard for me too. Um, it's again, it's just, it's, there's so many good and wonderful things um, that I know it seems overwhelming. Um, but if any of your, if any of whoever's listening has questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You are absolutely not alone. All the homeschooling moms are like, we are here to help. Like, cause it's, it's, we're, it's a community. I mean, we're all, we're all in the same boat. So yeah, it. definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.